It was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. We got that, though. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ida Bros Podcast. This is episode 28. We are in the holiday season. It's cold here in Idaho. There's no snow, which is a no shit, big, Sherlock. big bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people have warm Christmases, okay? They Fun fact. Know. So when I was in Texas, they had the uh, Polar Express thing for the kids. And I don't know what they were shooting into the air, but I think it was like bubbles. They were using bubbles as snow as kids were getting on the um, the train. The Polar Express. Express. You know, I need to see that. God, I hated that. No, movie. you don't. You no. know, really? that movie is it's Uncanny Valley. Creepy. The movie. Creepy. Yeah. 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 And uh, the musical numbers, in my opinion, not that great. Okay. The one, the one in the car, the like serve you one, whatever that one. Hot, hot, I like that hot one. Chocolate. It's hot not chocolate, amazing yeah. by any standards, oh. but out of all those, that was like my favorite. But yeah, the movie's not good. The, about I don't the, think. The, I think it's overhyped. You know, it was great. Uh, you know, the first ten times I heard it, but it gets a little tiresome. Okay, and well, about I you know that much, but the hundred and first time, you know, sure, it's kind of fair kind of lackluster just that for me the biggest thing was the animation it freaked me out yeah it was as a, weird. as a kid i was like this uh-huh. is creepy like it's all uncanny valley and they got these little beady eyes yeah <laughs> see um for christmas one year i got the bell from the ending do you remember that where he rings oh. it i got that for christmas only people and the who bo- believe in santa could hear the bell i remember being little little and cringing i was like this is dumb <laughs> yeah i got it when i was 21 so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't hear it what? You can't hear anything. It's fair. You got the, the, the boomer. I need my miracle ear. Gosh, I don't even know what that is. But I'm so, yeah, fun hearing. fact for anybody that's not in the United States. Miracle ear is like a very I big I don't think this brand. is a fun fact. Fun in uh, quotes with an so, asterisk. So, so, okay, there we go. All right, we'll take that. <laughs> I, I would have gone with interesting fact. There you go. Or fact. It could be, or it could be, fact. It could be fun for people hey guys, that need fact. it. <laughs> um <laughs> It's just Bears a, beats Belser Galactica. <laughs> You've never been called like Miracle Ear before? Like when you haven't heard something, I don't right? I've out with boomers. Really? Even the boomers in my life haven't That was literally the first time I've ever heard that. Thing. Really? Yeah. That's like a big diss, but anyway, yeah, Miracle Ear is just one of those. Maybe really... in the boomer community. The is, it boomer. A, is it an actual hearing aid? Yes, it's one of the more Miracle expensive Miracle Ear sounds like a potion or like a prescription or something. Or a stupid as seen on TV. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yes. Just like a big fake ear with a tube on it. That's that a lot up. of damage. <laughs> like yeah, like in the old movies or everything, like the big metal. Like, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. With the little like holder so the it straps horn. under your ear. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, I've, uh, thank you for educating educating me in your boomer ways so you know you just anytime kinda, someone doesn't listen you can just call miracle ear i kind of can't wait for hearing loss like Dude. in a like when i'm an old old like hearing loss because like i feel like sometimes i'd just be like man it'd be nice if it was quiet right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were gonna go very different avenues uh my stepdad has hearing aids mm-hmm. that have built-in bluetooth to them mm-hmm. They're amazing. I'm like, yeah. um, so can I go shoot some guns and lose my hearing so I can have those? Yes. Because they are like, they're normal hearing aids, but they also pair with this phone. So mm-hmm. they are also built in like headphones. Yeah. And they're super nice. Like he went from being like really deaf to having like super person hearing. It's who touched the thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. I like. The thing that I fear most is tinnitus. Sure. They're just the constant ringing. It's not that bad. Well, mine's not that bad, but. But still, like. I you don't have there, that? There are people that probably know what we're I have it. Like, I mean, I get, like, static. How do you have it? You know, I've had it since I was, like, a little kid. Okay, I, I could always have, like, ringing That's, in the ear. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, if it's really quiet, like, absolutely quiet, which rare, rarely happens. I might hear like a little bit of a static or a ring or something. Sure. But it's not like bad. How to You I'm, brought my attention to it. Now all I can think of is that now that I can hear it again. Thanks for that. No. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I do know a couple of people that have it really bad and they're like, yeah, it's constant. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know the severity of mine. I've also, I don't remember a time that I haven't had it. Yeah. Like I remember being really little and like being annoyed by it, like playing hide and seek or like sitting everything's like really quiet and all it's like, yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, it I sucks because, like, those anechoic chambers, you're supposed to be able to hear your blood flow if it's super quiet. 
but I'm guessing that if I were in there, it just sounds like ringing. You'd probably. be able to hear it, I think. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always like that thing, like, oh, you're gonna like go insane. That, or you just don't have as high blood pressure as I do. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I actually got my blood pressure tested, and it wasn't that high. So I don't know what's good. The, the stupid. I don't stupid think head. Blood pressure is related to tinnitus. Is it? It's, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not. Wait, what is related to what? Sorry. Um, tinnitus. I don't think it's related. And blood, to blood pressure. pressure. No, not it's at not. all. It's not. Okay. No. Um, Just because your head's broke. That's what. That's what it it's is. Your, so, you it's know, little hairs in your ears. You know, if you like were to stand up too fast, and that whooshing, the I mean, the, the wawas, you know, the whoosh. I don't think I've had that. Before. I haven't had that either. I like Seriously? I've like you stand up too fast and I black out. Yes, I've, I've had that like, before. Or and heard things. Or if you like lean over really fast, or you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Are talking about weird. the sound of wind going by your ears? It sounds kind of like that, but that's that's blood. The the whoosh. Yeah, I've oh, never had that before. Had that. I can do the ear rumble thing if that's what you're talking. I can about, do that too. I am. I've always wondered. Insanely concerned on on, on Reddit. There's a, a subreddit called Ear Rumblers Assemble. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of people on there that can ear rumble, but who also have tinnitus. And I've always wondered if it's linked. Wait, what's ear rumbling? So you have the ability to control something in your ear. Yeah, you can like flex your the, muscles, right? the, the tensor tamponi, I think it is, muscle, and vibrate mm-hmm. your eardrum. What? Yeah. You've never been I, able to do that? It, it's, it's a thing. I'm doing it right now. thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Um, it... Well, like ha- it's like half the population can do it, um, and it's like a voluntary thing, like moving your ears or whatever. Can you uh, uh, crack your ears and like, like if you have pressure, can you like instantly clear it? Yep, basically. Yeah, yeah it's so it's that same thing, but it's uh, like a, a tiny bit of a different muscle. So if you can if you can force your ears to pop, you should be able to, I think, move the muscle as well. It sounds is like- that when you like do a weird motion or whatever, and it just kind of like. I don't know. Maybe it I'm doing like, it right it now. It sounds like you stuck your head out of a car window or the force car window, from Star thunder. Wars. The force from Star Wars is also like when they're like doing the th- thing and it's got that that like wind sound in the background. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe I do do that. Yeah. Because if you can crack your ears, I'm pretty sure you, or pop your ears, I'm pretty sure you can do the you can rumble. Maybe as well. I'm trying too hard, but like if I contort my face, as weird as it sounds, contort my face in weird ways, I get like a. A whoa, 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 or whatever kind of in then my ears. probably that's weird i didn't know that that yeah, was like it's a, a thing it's like it's a, gosh one of those, i can't stop it's a useless it superpower you're welcome <laughs> so uh on the next podcast you need to come back and be perfectly trained and do it without moving your face <laughs> it's so nice though i don't know how much you, i do it all the time though uh like putting dishes away and a loud sound i like reflexively rumble and it like makes really? the sound less loud it's so nice mm. what the fuck yeah <laughs> That's about the only thing it's good for. I'm also pretty sure it gave me tinnitus because so many people on that subreddit also have like really? tinnitus. So okay. I, hmm. I don't know, but that's my running theory. Muy interesante. I don't know. Is that Spanish? Yes, it is. Is very is interesante. Interesante. Yes, it is. I mean, I know that it's Spanish. I don't. And I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the link to the, the proper sub. Yeah, that's weird. I I didn't know that that was. You're, I thought that was just like a thing everybody experienced, nope. so I never ever thought about it. I remember the first time I really was like aware of it was uh, I was in a on a plane with my mom, and my mom was like, "Pop your ears, kids!" And I was like, "Like, tr- like, like, here's some gum. Like, pop your ears." And I was like, and it popped them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "My mom popped them." She's like, "No, you didn't." And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." No, did. It, I love so that nice. for that's mothers a, on planes. It's quite nice because I can like pop them as. I feel like that's a learned thing because that's like a thing in scuba diving, mm-hmm. like being able to do that. The yeah, the ear popping is uh, in theory, according to the there's like limited science on the rumbling or whatever, but it's a certain it's like moving your ears or like certain weird things that people mm-hmm. can do that they can just control. Weird. It's that kind of. I know, like folding your tongue is like a whole thing too. Mm-hmm. Some people just can't do. Some people can't wink either. So can you guys do that? Wink. No. <laughs> wink. Yeah. I no the the tongue rolling. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We all look like idiots for about three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing this isn't streamed. Yeah. The, the same thing with winking. Like, I know some people can't. Um, I can't do, like, the super, like, covert wink or whatever, but I'm also not out here, like. <laughs> yeah. But do that in all the wink, coffee wink, shops. Nudge, yeah. You know, wink, wink, <laughs> yeah. nudge, nudge. That's funny. Yeah. It's weird how, like, 
that's like all probably some kind of genetic mm-hmm. something or other you know like maybe it had some weird function for like Our great borderline ancestors. primate yes. human beings or whatever mm-hmm. which drives me crazy is i can move one of my eyebrows but not the other like i can raise an eyebrow i can't do the other side i can't i'm i'm like stuck to one side <laughs> that's funny i i can't really move them independently yeah that's all i got like it's a very you, you did it yeah well but yeah it's annoying i'm like i wish i could do both but Struggle's stupid real. things that keep me up at night no, yes <laughs> god now i'm thinking about it dang well back to the like uh christmas themed uh <laughs> podcasting I want to talk about useless superpowers for <laughs> yeah this is this is what we get for x-men it's not cool superpowers it's <laughs> Look, I can roll my tongue, guys. I have slightly webbed feet. <laughs> That'd be nice for swimming, though. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't help. Aaron has a... Sorry, Aaron calling you out. Aaron has webbed toes. And, yeah. Uh, really? It doesn't help? No. No. Problem is I can't swim anymore because of my ears. I, I like get water in my ears and I get nauseous. So Wear an earplug. They make we, they, you know, That's a good earplugs. idea. How have you Science. not thought of that? You wear earplugs to everything. Except in the water. <laughs> Except to swimming. You can't yeah. really wear foamies when you're swimming. but Okay, no, so but, I'm going to do that too. But, but like they the do earplug make, guy. Yeah. I, I should have known. That's a good idea. I should look up that. Cause... Yeah, they make little, like, uh, they, they look like contacts, but you put them in your ear and they, like, suction to your inner. Not like you nauseous. Because mm-hmm. here's a fun fact. Even though I'm not in the water, like, I was in Cancun and I went into one of those pods it's not scuba diving. You get into a pod, they feed oxygen in, and mm-hmm. it just sinks. Oh, like one of those diving bells? Mm-hmm. Yep. But you're in like a, a motorized vehicle, so it's battery powered, and you can like maneuver around. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. So the thing, of course, is they have to keep you buoyed, mm-hmm. or otherwise you're probably going to flip over and sink. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got it tethered to the, the waves or the water above. So as the waves are going, you're like leaning back and forth and it, you got very nauseous. Well, that's a little um, different from going in a pool and getting nauseous, but yeah, I remember I did do snuba. So that was Snuba's same principle. Cool. What the snuba. Hell is that? It, so it's like scuba diving, but you don't need any certificates for it. You just oh. basically the oxygen tank rides on the top and you mm-hmm. get to sink all the way down. Oh, we were yeah. in, we were in Maui and the guy was diving. like telling us and nobody wanted to do it. And my parents were like, we should do it. It's way better because everybody is like with their snorkels. You got to stay up near the, the, mm. to breathe in air. We were able to go all the way down to the bottom of the reefs That's and see cool. the the turtles and stuff. Super fun experience. It's totally worth diving. it. I'm so down for scuba diving up to 20 feet, and that's it. I'm done after 20 feet. You're it's Why? just Why too after uh, 20 feet. Um, I it's a. Uh, like the opposite so it, it's the i get the same feeling underwater when you get really deep as you get when uh you saw the lincoln memorial in dc right yeah looking up vertigo yeah okay. that's basically it's it's almost like the opposite even if there's like a uh, surface claustrophobia. yeah really it's just the size of things and feeling how small you are in, in comparison i don't know why so it's nerve-wracking was it thalassophobia? The, just fear <laughs> the fear of, of the, the water. Of like no, deep... it's it's not. Okay. It's just the the like the fact that I'm like literally a speck of dirt. Yeah. yeah. And that like at any minute like something the earth not even shift. horrible could happen. I'm pretty sure that's thalassophobia. But, but I get it in but, other yeah. oh, like, okay. situations. Because looking like, up at like the Lincoln Memorial or whatever, like that's more. I think is that more vertigo. When you like look up and it you, doesn't like... make me sick or dizzy. Oh. It's just like this really horrible like sinking feeling, oh. an existential crisis. Basically, uh, yes. yeah. Uh, it just, the, the millennial it's like way. Claustrophobia, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like I just get anxiety from it. Sure, like, I'm pretty sure that's an existential crisis. But yes, yeah, same difference. <laughs> but yeah, it just yeah, gives gotcha. me this really awful feeling. Um, plus, after 20 feet, because I I've done a little bit of scuba diving. Um, I I took a couple classes and uh, there was this one 30 foot pool. And down at uh, around 25 to 30 feet, it was really hard for me to equalize the pressure in my yes. ears. Yes. Yeah. And because uh, there's there's a trick to doing it. If you hold your nose and gently blow out your nose, it'll it'll equalize the pressure in your ears. Sure. But even doing that, I couldn't get my left ear to stop hurting. And it mm. wasn't just like annoying pain. Yeah. It was searing, like, right? like, I'm going to the surface right now. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah. Just gotta learn those, to pop your ears like 
us two freaks over here. <laughs> no, I, I can do that, but at 30 feet, for yeah. some reason, I couldn't. No, I gotcha. But I was also, that was like at the peak of my like problem with allergies, so my sinuses oh. were all kinds of... Yeah, that makes it difficult, too. Dorked up. Pop your ears with blowing through air through your nose, but your nose is all <laughs> plugged up. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, but, have you seen that like school that they have underwater? It's a uh, it's a diving facility they have on, it's like in the Caribbean or whatever. That is so cool. Super cool. They my don't have... My uh, to go there so bad. If I, I remember I right, to go scuba diving. Oh my god! It's yeah. really snuba is really we good because you don't need shore to. dives are mm-hmm. super cool. Yes, we went snorkeling in Hawaii and I had so much fun. And like yes. the water was freezing, but I did not care. And like there was like two or three times like I barely made it back to surf because I dove so far down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to scuba dive right now. But yeah. we'll just go, go to Lucky Peak, right? It's got to be as cool. You said no one ever. Yeah, no. You don't want to. So my dad did There's his scuba diving in Lucky Peak. Yes, Why? kind of. Um, so my dad did his certifications here in mm-hmm. Boise. Yeah, and so you have to do dives to get certified. Right. Mm-hmm. So they'll go to like Lucky Peak and Redfish. Oh. Isn't and... there a place in town that has like one of those really deep pools? It, yes, it's not. But it's not as deep as like it's not yeah. like oh, a real like a environment. Certain... Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And the visibility at Lucky Peak is not good. No. Uh, zero? Because yeah. it's, it's a lake. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think you can get a lot of, like, gear because people, like, lose their sunglasses. So you can get lots of uh, people, your, your Ray-Bans and stuff. My dad's talked about for years um, getting uh, renting scuba gear and going down the Boise River. Really? Be... I've, I bet you could get a bunch of stuff. You could. Mm-hmm. A bunch of sunglasses and change and... Mm-hmm. Probably Look a couple a quarter. phones, yeah, but phones probably worthless. But I guess you, you <laughs> could probably recycle tokens. them for a little for a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, but so I was on Reddit the other day. I was reading because there's this whole thing about like cave diving on some. It was on R slash all or whatever, mm-hmm. and this guy was talking about like inexperienced divers and like the the amount of like trouble you can get yourself into really fast yeah Yeah. he was talking about like a lot of times what happens to these people is they'll like especially regarding caves they'll be um they'll be you know putzing around whatever not in a cave and they'll see a big hole or something they want to go check out and then they don't realize because you have to equalize your bdu your your floating Mm -hmm. device to your weight for whatever level you want to maintain right mm-hmm. um and that's controlled by air so the deeper you go the less air you have in that oh, yeah and so they start sinking really fast but because of the scale of things and being in water they don't realize that they're sinking mm-hmm. and so and also uh an hour's worth of air at 20 feet is like two minutes of air at 100 and so they'll yeah. sink down to like 75 feet and they've been down for you know 20 minutes and then they'll start kicking really hard to get up but since they haven't adjusted their stuff they'll just start sinking you know they're they're just staying where they're at and then you literally die of exhaustion and then suffocate yeah it's like i don't know i was reading that i was like caves and underwater there's a a a awesome cave system in uh south america they're those huge pools that all connect or whatever yeah i was watching this guy talk about he like a researcher and he goes diving there and he talks about he's easy easy to get like turned around or whatever right up until that point i'm like oh that would be so cool he talks about how easy to get lost and how many people die in there and i went oh never mind (laughs) yeah oh i didn't consider that yeah well there's uh you do not mess with caves Mm mm-hmm there was uh, this an, another story uh, that someone linked to, like it was a uh, an article about this guy that was cave diving, and he um, so all most like established cave dives there will be like a wire or you will be attached to yeah. a wire, um, and this guy was diving through the cave or whatever, and came across a broken wire and he was like oh shit like you know some somebody's lost down here and he follows the wire and it takes him to the mouth of the cave and that's when he realized it's his wire oh stop and the fact that he like found that and no was Was able to make it back oh my is like astronomically (laughs) improbable it's like horror movie stuff right there yeah oh man because like visibility in caves like that since they're covered in silt it like it might be clear when you go into the cave, but like as soon as you enter the cave, you can't see anything because it just kicks up all of that. Yeah. 
turn might, this into the Halloween edition yeah, of this oh podcast. You might have like Thank you. two inches of visibility. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That stuff is terrifying. That was the one thing when we went scuba diving. I wasn't paying attention. I was following one of the reefs and I was looking at some fish or whatever while I was like swimming across. And then I, I got to the end of the reef and it was like a, a straight drop off. And I went, hmm. Nope. <laughs> Turn nope. around and yeah. back. Yeah. That's the thing about the ocean, like just how it just instantly is like large. Yep. It's like, mm. yeah. I had the like, kraken's gonna eat me. <laughs> yeah. I had that experience when I was in Mexico as a kid, and we, my dad was like, oh, the resort has kayaks. We should go, like, kayak mm-hmm. around or whatever. And you know, most of the like reef area, there was like a very large reef area where we were at, where it was super shallow. Shallow. It was like you know five feet to 20 feet and then all of a sudden we passed this literal just like line and then it was like i literally can't tell how the deep that abyss is. Yeah. yeah and that made me uncomfortable so maybe mm-hmm. it is the lassophobia but because that's what like i'll do it but it's when i'm like being on a like a boat doesn't bother me mm-hmm. but it's like lucky peak like that doesn't bother me at all and you can't see jack well, crack like, you know it goes down there's a bottom yeah and it's probably not that far away true but, but but yeah just seeing that and being like man it wouldn't take hardly anything for me to just be dead yeah i don't and i don't know just, if that is slot lassophobia or just like basic survival yeah. instincts when you <laughs> yes. when you just it's look almost, off and like your mind goes there could be literally anything down there mm-hmm. um I, it might I don't know because I think I think uh, it's just like borderline intrusive whatever sure thalassophobia is, but I'm pretty sure you gotta use the catchphrase. I feel like thalassophobia is very specific. Yeah, I think it's just in general, Mm -hmm. like just like deep water, you're freaked Mm -hmm. out about. But it's not about like what's for me. It's like not even about like what's in the water or what's you know the landscape. It's just the fact that man, in this situation right now, I'm like very like the earth could change not even one percent and i'd just be gone mm. you know like truth and small ocean big yeah big. well that's how Swim i went back to boat that's how i felt in the the lincoln memorial in dc like i'd look up and i'd be like man like a rock could fall off that and i'd be toast you know i don't know it's so irrational but i feel like the ocean one makes sense Mm-hmm. because once again oh i'm, I'm like, well you aware look off that... those drops and it's like you got like 30 mm-hmm. maybe 50 feet and then it's blackness mm-hmm. and there could be like a shark 55 feet out like staring at you like sup bro come down here <laughs> um, i'm hungry so that one that one i definitely get because yeah. the same thing i was like mm, no i'm going back so there's something called megalophobia which is fear of large objects does that fit into it like if are you next to like a big ship but i think I, no, I'm that doesn't no, bother fear. me. I've no. been on like, the USS fear. Uh, Missouri, the one docked in North Carolina. Yes. Didn't bother me at With all. Those 26-inch I guns. The, I think the Lincoln Memorial thing would fall under more of an existential crisis of just realizing Probably. how small you are. What about skyscrapers? No, scare, no fear of being in like confined cities with Looking skyscrapers? Looking up at skyscrapers like when I'm on the ground makes me feel weird, but that's it vertigo. wasn't. I don't think that's vertigo. Vertigo right? is being sick. But you can, is, is it, can you get vertigo from looking at skyscrapers? Vertigo is in like an inner ear condition. Yeah, but you get can't you get vertigo for, or what's mm. it? I think you can get from just look from like looking at, at huge skyscrapers. It's it's dizziness and nausea. For yeah. me, for me, it's ang- like anxiety. Oh, okay. Um, when I did the Empire State Building, like I looked up at it and it was like, oh, that's big, but it didn't like bother me. I think for Lincoln, the Lincoln Memorial, it's just huge and there's a ton of empty space mm-hmm. it's just lincoln yeah. and this giant like it's you know, so cool it was super that was cool my, that one was one of my favorites just because it was so it's so imposing yeah i walk i walked in probably 10 yards and and then you know the first thing you want to do in a big building like that is like look up mm-hmm. and i did that and i'm like yep that's cool i'm going out <laughs> I, and like I kind of regret it, but at the same time, I need you to look up whatever like, fear this is that Tristan has because I need to know which one. Just the existential big building crisis thing. I it kind of sounds like megalophobia to me, but I mean it could be. But like other things don't bother me. 
maybe it's like a, a that isn't that what the phobias are for what is, is irrational that's that's fair mine is just very specific i guess very specific with to the big color buildings blue. megala big building phobia megala, <laughs> is there a fear of like open space yes i actually had that as a kid i mean like, like being driving out, on open space open spaces Ye- that's a totally thing. irrational. Yes. I, I don't know. That might be like a straight up evolution. Like thing. like you walk into like a big open field and you feel uncomfortable. I, not that exactly. But me. like I when I would be like taking a road trip as a kid yeah. and looking up into the sky and re- realizing how big it was. There's like that irrational fear that what happens if the gravity turns off? We start I'm, flying. I'm convinced. Yes, that it doesn't an make any sense. Crisis. I am pretty sure because that's <laughs> I mean, also what you just described. Yeah, that is. I'm pretty it convinced makes that's no like sense. some kind of existential like crisis. Dang evolution. I don't know. The fear of open spaces makes a lot more sense to me though. In that like it being like an evolutionary. Oh yeah. Thing. You know, like there's like no you put, cover. You, you, you ever put like a mouse or a small animal in the center of a room. I mean, even Marley does it to an extent. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like laying out in the open. It's up against something, mm-hmm. but I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that was a, that was a thing, but yeah, yeah you I, know, I don't know. The, I haven't, I kind of experienced the same feeling when I was at uh, NASA in Texas too. Because they've got that giant warehouse that they have the Apollo rocket. That in. building is, I've, I haven't seen it in real life. But everything I've seen of it, I just go, my God, that is a big building. <laughs> it's it's what, like four football fields Oof, long? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, well, big enough to hold the rocket. And it's also like, you know, 60 feet tall or whatever. It's insane. Um, and looking at the rocket was a bit weird from the, the tip or, or the tail, like looking forward. Because you can't see it because it's like, mm-hmm. it's weird. But yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I just had a massive existential crisis I, at the Lincoln Memorial. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's <laughs> like a realization ex- of how small you are in the universe. That sounds like an existential crisis, kind of like it falls I, under that. I get that feeling too when I look at stars at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get that too. I just go, "Holy crap, we are!" Mm-hmm. Or like when they do, you see those videos? They do like the comparisons. And they'll be like, "Here's Earth." here's like the plants and they go here's the sun and then they like upscale and then you've yeah. got like the one pixel that's earth you've got mm-hmm. the sun which is still large and then they'll like pull out beetlejuice or something and i just go i can't even comprehend this but i'm like freaking out over here yeah yeah yep. yeah when they i i remember watching a video in school about that and the the dude like takes a sharpie and puts a dot on beetlejuice and he's like that's an overrepresentation of the sun yeah in comparison Aww. Well, what's crazy when you think about those, because like at a certain point, like cause you, you you can't really comprehend how big the sun is, but you can kind of attempt to. But mm-hmm. then at a certain point, your brain just goes, nah. And it, like <laughs> nah. there is like you can't pull anything to comprehend how big some of those stars are. No. Well, if like this star 16 Beetlejuice and you go, that's cool, but I can barely comprehend how the sun compares to <laughs> Beetlejuice or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like. Uh... It's like money too. Like they, I can't remember what the number is, but the human mind fails to comprehend million. in the millions. I think I think it's a million that it just it it just becomes like a concept mm-hmm. and not yeah. like a physical thing. Yeah, and I remember. I don't know. Did you ever look at the? Uh, it was like this spreadsheet, and it was like the odds of winning the Powerball, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was at, like it had a bunch of like little squares or whatever, and it was like you know, hey, you know, this is every square is a chance to win or whatever and a black square is you know the square that you won and then it's like 120 pages of just these little tiny squares yeah in a but it only document. takes one it only takes and people one. still win but yeah yeah kind of you see there's an article on reddit like, this guy played the same numbers for every day for like 160 days and then he finally won just playing the same numbers over really and over. yeah so he won like eight hundred thousand dollars or something. I think that's what it was for ten dollars a a round, isn't it? That's two dollars a ticket. Two dollars a ticket. If you're doing the basic, at least the Idaho Powerball. Three hundred and twenty dollars for you know. I was bored one day and I aver- when it was like really big, not when it was at like the all time high or whatever, but I averaged out like how many days you you could play the Powerball and still come out positive, and it was an ungodly number. It's yeah. like yeah, all all like. It is a terrible thing to spend money on. Yeah. Because you're you're really just paying for Poor tax. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't I don't agree with that. But you're, pay, you're the paying the logic. You're tracks, paying though. for the fun mm-hmm. of like that that like couple however long you it lasts. Like for me, it's usually a day. But like the bliss of what would I do with X amount of money and like the daydreaming and whatnot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah. All all it takes is one win, and mm-hmm. you're 
no longer an idiot but yeah there are a lot of people <laughs> that play it for their whole lives and don't win and yeah yeah i don't think it's a poor tax because it's not forced but it's not forced but the the rich people don't play it i get it yeah but the logic follows though. wait a minute did you I ever think... get lottery tickets for christmas i did i, I always scratch, got scratch scratch cards. yeah scratch cards, yeah. of course you have to do that because scratch cards you can actually win stuff on like you yes. have a better chance like i've won mm-hmm. i think i'm positive uh in like oh, look at mr yes. <laughs> that's I, money. Bought, I, I bought one scratch ticket that was like 50 bucks I that i wanted it's, it's kept me going for a long time because i don't buy them very often but like yes. well, at least with those you can win stuff like i've bought way too many powerball tickets because i did it for work for a while we would do mm-hmm. pools um so i bought a lot of lottery tickets through that and yeah nothing's come of it but i've won more off scratch tickets than mm-hmm. i have yeah, I, what blew my mind is how hooked some people are on those scratchers. Yeah. Like, so when I worked at the Starbucks inside inside that grocery store, the grocery store had that scratcher machine or whatever. You you know, you put your money Like in. the lottery, mm-hmm. yeah, like teller machine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we had a guy that would come in, and he'd spend like 20 bucks every morning on scratchers. Oh, And no. he'd scratch them, and then he'd win money, and he'd go put it straight back into the machine and lose it all. You know what I mean? Like... He, he he that's he, not good in cigarettes i guess but yeah well i mean he smoked too oh, oh, dang so. it. <laughs> oops um but yeah it was just like this revolving door of that and it was like dude we all know you don't have a lot of money like, at least at least with scratchers you get to do something yeah like i'll buy scratchers i, don't, I feel bad about buying a lottery ticket because mm-hmm. it's like here's your piece of paper good luck at least with a scratcher you get the fun of like oh i only need one more or whatever mm-hmm. like it's something to do but yeah they're not they're definitely not Mm-hmm. they're not good for your no investment but they're fun they are fun christmas gifts though i do enjoy getting them christmas for christmas, christmas and i enjoy giving them for christmas because it's like yes i'll never forget giving my cousin um the uh, the fake scratch off tickets oh no know. that's no, the I best haven't. he was losing his shit you're a terrible uh, person and he gets to see like what they think 500k scratch off ticket or oh whatever and he's like losing his shit and i'm like dude did you read the back we need to figure out where to turn it in or whatever oh and it's like it, it was like nine 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 neverland lane uh in your <laughs> effing dreams for future <laughs> reference whatever. don't do that to me i would punch you in the face <laughs> it was you well he punched me um so as you yeah deserve. i deserved it <laughs> jeez um but it was a lot of fun for me i i yeah, yes no, but, that's what that's what it's for and oh everybody my else my yeah. cousin was salty about it I which would be too. Is, is fair you know you give it eight you know what were we like 16 or 17 or whatever like that's it's a like lot oh, i'm set for life a lot of money <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah oh my cool gosh, stuff is crazy cool you said cool twice cool, cool. that's three times the, wow. coo- the coolest oh my gosh <laughs> there's your drake and josh reference oh i haven't watched that in forever boomer that was what whatever, a boomer whatever happened to uh drake whoever played drake drake paul is, no, is his name it's not actually... drake paul it's uh drake parker i don't know drake and josh peck, peck. i know josh uh, peck. josh i know josh was big on vine for a while uh, he started a YouTube channel, and he was doing pretty well. He hung out with uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul for a while. He was Drake part Bell. of that. Mm-hmm. Drake Bell, yeah. Drake Bell. I think he did. He went off on to like a music career. Oh, and I, I don't really know. But they wouldn't really like the amount of money they probably made off that show. Oh they probably gosh. could just do whatever they wanted yeah. for. I mean, Josh Peck was in the new Red Dawn. Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh, I guess that was gosh. weird. Cause he like, does act a little bit like outside of that here and mm-hmm. there. It was weird because, like, the last time I'd ever saw him was, like, him as Josh in mm-hmm. Drake and yeah. Josh. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, super thin, super serious. Like, Dude had a big glow up. He yeah. went from, a, like, the fat nerd to, like, a jock. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was, like, what the heck? And then Drake just looks the same. He yeah. has a really nice <laughs> suit on his picture here for Drake Bell. I like it. It's a good pattern. You hit Oprah. <laughs> Oprah can do anything. Yeah. Oh, oh the classics times. from Nickelodeon. They were so good. That was peak Nickelodeon right there in the Amanda show, too. I hate it. I hate the Amanda show. I don't know show. if I watched that. Really? That was, that was yeah. a smidge before your time, which yeah, this isn't was, really this, saying a whole lot. You're not yeah. that much younger than us, but yeah. it, like, I was it was right on, on its cosmic. way out when I started watching Nickelodeon. Yeah. It was like Lizzie McGuire and iCarly mixed. Okay. 
with more like 90s. wacky, yeah, more like wacky '90s thrown in. Weird. Yeah, it was it was, it was a weird show. I didn't really like it I just because it was, was a weird yeah. show. But it has it has say, but more '90s iCarly, but mm-hmm. same vibes. I uh, I had a friend when I was younger that was totally obsessed with Miranda Cosgrove. Like <laughs> like. I have never met somebody that was like obsessed with uh, like celebrity, and I met him, and I was like, "Dude, there's something wrong with out you." Of, yeah. like, out of all of the like celebrities that were about our age, no offense to Miranda Crosgrove, but like that's the one. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. She was awesome in uh, School of Rock, though. Yeah, that I was great. In School of Rock. I love that movie. Yeah, in that's general. a good movie. Raise your goblet of rock. Yeah. I love <laughs> attack you they hate you <laughs> oh that awesome stick it to the man eosis <laughs> it's terminal it's terminal i love jack black as well he's, he's a gem he really is his youtube channel is phenomenal i think mm-hmm. the first movie i saw with him was uh um nacho libre that's a good movie. That was it is. Jonjo, I need to borrow some sweats. <laughs> I looked at the reviews and people panned it, but I I still think it's one of those I mean, cult classics. As yeah, as far as like movies go, it's not a good movie, as but plot, it is a yeah. cult classic kind of it a movie. Is. Actual critics don't take into account like the things that normal people, people yeah, do. Watch yes, a movie. like critics are going to be like, well, the plot was kind of weak, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Weird. It's like it's they're a, critiquing the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Some Have movies you seen... like that critique kind of critiquing benefits and some movies it, like totally detracts from it. Like I still love watching the uh, pineapple express, mm-hmm. but that's, that's movie. not a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, that's why I really love like YouTube movie critics mm-hmm. like uh, Chris Duckman um, because they, they critique the movie, but also they're not like people that sticks up their butts. Mm hmm. Um, and so they'll be like, this movie was dumb as movies go, but I really enjoyed it kind mm. of a thing, which is nice. Cause yeah, you don't get the, well, the plot was a little weak and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, but I had a good time at it. Yeah. Asshole, they'll say that. Dumb and dumber too. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, yeah. And they'll like the YouTube critics will do that. They'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, the movie was really dumb, but I had a really good time watching it. Yeah. It's a it's, nice, it's a good middle ground. Mm-hmm. Cause then you also have like the user reviews on movies and mm-hmm. it's like, I am brain dead and I really enjoyed this movie. And you're mm-hmm. like, that doesn't help me. This was yeah. star Wars episode eight. It's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. It was game of Thrones. The final season. Why did you like it? You're an idiot kind of stuff that finally came out. <laughs> <laughs> I just going to throw that in. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I love uh, cinema sins. I love cinema. Um, have you seen cinema wins? I have. I, haven't. I like that channel a lot as well for um, completely different reasons. I like cinema sins because it tears apart movies that I love. But then I I laugh doing it, mm-hmm. you know. Did you watch their cats one no. that they just put out? Oh, oh my is gosh. that oh their nineties spawn movie? I haven't one. seen that one. That's awesome. And I love I that he so he like hard. sets up like the running jokes like uh seventy seconds of logos and Yep. Uh Yada Yada's not my girlfriend in the scene and <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. That that channel is great. And the skip ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great show. Cinema Wins is really good too, for completely different reasons. Because he's mm-hmm. like actually like talking about the good things in the movies, and he like looks at it like as a movie and kind of critiques it. But mm-hmm. and Cinema Wins or Cinema Sins is more goofy critiques. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's they're, what they're both solid it. channels. Hayden wouldn't know any of the movies on there. No, no. <laughs> they're not anything circa 1960s. Just gone, man. Rip. No, yeah. no, I've got some good ones in there. French Connections, a really good movie. That is a good I movie. I love the chase scene in there. Seen that one, TP? Hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah, because it came out on film. Like they had to put it into the reel. Whoa! And, like, I've watched it. movies that came up on came out on film. Have you seen Interstellar? <laughs> in big cinema. I, that's IMAX. The, I think that's the last one that I've seen that was actually like, yeah, or at least that talked about it being on real film. I don't know for sure. But yeah, because they um, oh, and the, the Batman's those were on the Batman. Those were on IMAX film because he broke one of the IMAX cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. Yeah, when the when the bat, I think it's when the Batmobile blows up in the second movie in that chase scene underground. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the crashes, they accidentally broke, and there's only like ten in the world or whatever. But one of the yeah. IMAX cameras, they're extremely expensive. Yes. Yeah. 
which I don't like. Does IMAX like does that justify the cost? Because whenever yeah. I go to our IMAX theater, it's like empty. When do you see like how late after release do you see a movie in IMAX though? I don't know. Because like Cause anytime I've gone from the pay. first week to see it's an IMAX movie, packed. it's packed. Fair enough. So, let me tell you. Of course, this is the total nerd out. I think the last IMAX movie I saw was Ghost of the Abyss back in 2003. The 3D version. That was with Bill Paxton. They actually Mm -hmm. dived down to the Titanic. Super cool. You mean The Abyss? Ghost of the Abyss, yes. This is a documentary? Yeah. It sounds like Oh, I'm thinking of The Abyss. No, no, no. no, Totally different movie. Some movies are worth seeing IMAX. Seeing Star Wars in IMAX is always a good time. Oh, yeah. I saw the latest Avengers in IMAX. Yeah. The best movie I've seen in IMAX was Avatar. And subse- subsequent viewings of that movie do not compare. Sure. It ruined the movie for me just because it looked and sounded so good in IMAX. Yeah. That everything else is going, oh, this is lame. Because <laughs> you got, like, because the colors are so much better. It's like, it was in 3D and it's, like, good 3D and hot take. Didn't like Avatar. What? You didn't like Dances with Wolves, but in it space? space? It was <laughs> cool. Like, all the visual effects and whatnot and the CGI and all that. Awesome. Uh, the actual movie itself, I just couldn't care Did you less. see it in theaters? Yeah. Okay. I saw it and I was like... See what a normal plebeian would say. I don't know. Like, at movie. the end of it, I was like, eh, I feel like I just watched a fireworks show. You know what I mean? That's like, what it is. Eh. It's big... I, I mean, I enjoy it, but it's definitely not like one of those movies that are like, this is the greatest movie ever because the plot's so good. But it's, uh, it's, hair sex. Yeah, so, that know, was one that weird was, thing. It was like, uh. Uh, I don't know. That that kind of like... But I, lo- I loved how like... I loved how they real. promptly have that super romantic hair sex scene. And then he promptly in like two scenes later is like hooking up with this dinosaur to fly around. Well, they do that I mean? before too. Yeah. yeah. It, that was I was a little... just like, wait, isn't that like... Yeah. I don't think they really thought that part through. Does not compute. Yeah. But, you know, that, <laughs> I love how, like, uh, real that world feels. Because they put a lot of, like, effort to, like, lore building and, like, the world building of the movie. Minus unobtainium. Yeah, that was... I, well, I feel like they put that in... Oh, I saw a video that talked about that. Um, That's been a term for a long time about things that are literally just unachievable. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's a video that somebody talked about how they put it in there as like a one like meta as a joke, but two the the guy that says it is like some corporate blah blah guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so like he doesn't know what it is or whatever, and he just calls that trying to be funny kind of a thing. But yeah, that was one of the one things. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so that's the problem. I think the characters they're just too one dimensional, especially like the these the bad guys like. You're, the bad guys are stupid one-dimensional in that movie. Like, come on. Uh, nothing. Character development. Couldn't even spend Sigourney like five minutes. Uh, what's his face? I love that actor. I can't think of his name, Sigourney though. Weaver? No, the guy, the dude that plays the main character, Jake. Um, whatever his real name is. Let's find out. Um, but Sigourney's character and his character were pretty good. But Wait, Sigourney Weaver was in that? She's the ginger scientist lady? Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Holy cow. Arguably one of the best parts about that. I love Sigourney Weaver. Oh my gosh. Sam Worthington? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything she's in, I will watch. Because yeah. she's an amazing actress. But uh, yeah, her character and yeah, Sam Worthington's character, they're not bad. But the, like bad, the military the guy, bad guys like, are bad. Seriously? Yeah. It's like Amboot blow things up. The end. Mm-hmm. I, I probably didn't like it because of that. There just wasn't any kind of character change. And the same thing with, like... Even for the good guys, there wasn't... Even for Jake, there was no, like... He was very He goes clearly, from blowing up the tree to not blowing up the tree. Come but, on. And the tree still gets blown up. very clearly yeah. already, you know, not going to do that. Yeah. When you saw it, like, it was like, oh, yeah, this guy's gonna not do it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a, a change of heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was no one thing that was like, yeah. oh, maybe we're the baddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're kind of the assholes here. Yeah. Like, my bad guys. It's a it's a fun movie, but mm-hmm. I'll definitely go see the other ones, mainly because it was so it was so good to watch in Wait, theaters. Avatar 2? And 3. And 4? I don't know. if there, Is there 4? I know 2 and 3 are currently in production. Oh, and That's what they've been claiming for years. Yeah. But 
I'll go see them because the first one was so fun to watch in theater. Might as well see it. I've already seen the first one. Big colorful CGI fest in theater. Sign me up. But you know, James Cameron probably is editing it in space right now. He's like, (laughs) nobody's going to hack this ever. Uh, Hey, James, I just want to let you know we've got Wi-Fi up here. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) You're right. No, he's probably on the moon then. He's like hiding in a crater. He's probably in the abyss. The Mariana's Trench. (laughs) In his big huge submarine. He's down there with Megatron. <laughs> What's up, G? Well, that's the other movie, Titanic with Cal. That's another one of those one-dimensional baddies that has no redemptive qualities. I haven't seen Titanic. The ship sinks. God, I know. <laughs> that's why I haven't seen it. I know all the plot points. Don't let me go, Jack. You can totally on fit on the, the that too. You can totally fit on that door. Mythbusters tested it. Um, yep. Paint me like yeah, one of your go, French yeah. girls. The guys play as the ship sinks. The, sh- the ship sinks at the end. And she I, throws the thing in the ocean. I joked in my CNA class because we were doing like uh, how to move patients from bed to bed or whatever. Right. And so I'm laying in this like bed or whatever and I'm like <laughs> on my side and I, I look up at my, my buddy David and I'm like, paint me like one of your French girls. And uh, <laughs> and David starts busting up laughing and um, all the the girls at the next bed over were like, what and i'm like how do you not know well, that how do you not like, that's like yeah. such a running joke yeah and it's in everything and i got yeah. a little like tristan we need to keep it pg and i'm like I, this was <laughs> like like six years ago you guys would be patting me on the back for you know making a prime <laughs> meme joke uh, how do they not get that like that know. is in so many things i was also like in a like in a class with uh my buddy David and my other partner were like the only two people our age. So, you know, the rest of them were like 16, 17 and then, or like 35, 35 year old should have got it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they love this came out while this was during your prime time. I know. Um, but yeah, I was like, come on. Like that was a good joke. It was like, Artists Believe are never appreciated in their times. <laughs> Believe me, I understand when I tell a bad joke. I'm usually aware of it before I tell the joke. Oh, yeah. I, I don't... do it anyways. That's it's literally everywhere. Yeah. Like that was a meme for so like, long. I'm too. mad for you. Thank you. Because yeah, that Thank is perfect. <laughs> so good. Whether or not they thought it was funny, they should have at least gotten the reference. Yeah. Like I will say though the uh, the sets for Titanic are just phenomenal, like building the actual actual ship and having it like sink in the water. Mm-hmm. Crazy, really they sunk the set. Oh yeah, you it's should. Dope. Yes, they built it in like Mexico. Fun fact: they they had to like edit it out because you could see one yeah. of the cities in the background <laughs> as they're like really? video. So yeah, well they I I don't know if the it's just the, the outer part of the ship is the part yeah. that's sinking, and of course they've got everything else is like they're sinking it in water, and then they have all that water coming in in the grand staircase. It's mm-hmm. all real. That's crazy. Yeah, it's I think one of the the best in its class, if you want to say for like movie sets and like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, like actual special effects like that, like legit ones, like actually takes work to do yeah. now. Um, and not just CGIing it always looks better. Like, yeah, I'll send you a video. It's really good. It's about, uh, the CGI that you don't notice. Mm-hmm. This guy goes through and goes, Hey, what do you think this is? And he goes real. No, it's CGI. And he goes through and explains like how, cause people are always like real sets are way better than CGI, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, mm-hmm. it's true. Unless you have good CGI. And he like mm-hmm. goes through and breaks down these different scenes or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. It's always fun. People are like, CGI sucks. And you're like... It's not that I think that CGI sucks. I just think that movies where people have taken the time to have legit special effects always turn out better. Because it's, it's generally it's like speaking... like trying and caring about the movie makes a better movie. Exactly. That's, <laughs> That's the same with sets, you know, too. Like, yeah. you've seen sets... Like the Star like, Wars prequels like, versus mm-hmm. the sequels. I might actually stab you. Oh, yeah. Episode 4, 5, and 6. Those are the originals. Fam. Yeah, the sequels. Those I thought to the, the prequels. originals. It's the originals, the prequels, and that's it. And Rogue oh, One. Right. Exactly ah, what yes. he said. And, and Mando, And Han right? Solo. Well, we're talking about movies, but I liked Han Solo. That it wasn't a, a phenomenal Star Wars. It wasn't like an amazing Solo. movie. Loved it's Rogue a, One. It was a good time. But Rogue One made Rogue me so Gain sad. Rogue One. Rogue One was so good. 
Also, uh, no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, for Mandalorian, but as final episode, I lost my shit. I heard good things. I like, I, I was texting. Oh. I was live texting Burke, and I collectively lost my shit while watching it. The the whole time or all day today at work. Uh, so I'm the only one in the uh, the shop that hasn't watched it. We well, need to watch it, but don't yeah. spoil anything. No, I if, won't. If you know spoilers, Let's do it. Okay. I don't know any spoilers. Uh, okay. All my coworkers were like, "You haven't seen it yet." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch it." And they're like, "Okay, we won't we won't spoil it for you." But um, uh, one of the guys hasn't seen the last episode yet, and so uh, one of the other guys came in today, and the first thing he did when he saw me was like, "Dude, don't even watch the last episode. It was awful." Don't even watch it. Like okay then. I can't believe they ended it like that. Like it was awful. <laughs> so mean. And he was just like going on about it, and and the other dudes were just don't tell me anything. Yeah. I swear, if you tell me something, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Like That's it was funny. Great. But but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. I guess we're gonna end the episode and just watch it right now, just so we can. No, we're not. You have no, to watch the whole thing first. The whole series. Yeah. I already watched that other episode out of order. So. I know, and. Uh, you, you have to watch everything. We're not. No. Okay. No. Rip. I got to catch up. It's like go on break and like watch it for 10 hours a day. Yeah. Like I a normal human third being. Third Lord of the Rings book. Thank you. I couldn't come up with a thing. Yeah. I, I was lost for an analogy, but thank you. I'm just going to read Genesis. <laughs> Here we go. Actually, it'd be more like, yeah, I'm just going to read numbers. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, Bible reference for, for the, the uneducated. <laughs> or uninitiated. Uh, all right cool that was a great episode guys that's the fifth time you said cool trying to wrap up the podcast cool <laughs> cool. cool cool wow <laughs> so i will not say that that horrible word and we'll we'll close the episode out I, I wanna... this is great you tried like 30 minutes ago and <laughs> i don't know no it's just because no, I, you... I guess i like that one word that we won't no, mention you tried you tried tried okay I noticed, let's but... pull it in anyways, guys you didn't say okay or um certain teachers um, in high school would be very proud of you at this moment we're gonna get on a tangent finish the that's episode. it cool i want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the ida bros podcast and we will catch you in the next one stay cool deuces <laughs>